So did you see the wild game last night? No. You didn't? I have only, you seen a wild game I, this year? No, because I only have ESPN+. Plus. I, I, don't I think the games are blacked out on ESPN+, Plus if they're local market games. Jake's got some... I've gotten to see the Toronto Maple Leafs three times, and I well, haven't seen the Wild ones. They've, we, yeah, the the Leafs are doing quite well. They are. Austin they Matthews. stomped. Uh, yeah. Austin Matthews have a couple hat tricks? Yeah, he had hat tricks in their first two games. That's amazing. Uh, the Wild are doing well. I thought cool. they outplayed Toronto uh, in that 7-4 to loss, and then they just spanked the Canadians, and they beat oh, the like shutouts of Panthers. Those are, those are two good wins. The Canadians? No. Yeah, the but Canadians I mean, are terrible. any road win's a good win, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three points on the road's good, right? Or two points, they call it in the NHL. Yeah, should be three, but two points on the road is fine. But the Canadians are terrible. The Panthers, the Panthers were in the Eastern Conference Final last year. I think they were in the Stanley Cup Stanley Final. Cup Finals last year. Yeah, yeah. well, I didn't as lie. The they eight, are as the, the eight seed. Yeah, but they beat one of the best teams of all time, the Boston Bruins. So I think it's a good team. So good win. I think the Wild are off to a fast start. We have a uh, advertising partner, the Minnesota Wild, and they have mm. the coolest packages, Peter. Let me tell you. Tell me. Um, you can get an 11-game package. So I'm speaking to hockey. A lot of our hockey people are real busy. They can't get a full 40-some ticket package. Get me a half season or get me kind of a little partial season. So they have like these – Packages. They got an Eastern Eastern Conference eleven gamer, uh, which I think is super cool. Um, so you can go watch all Eastern Conference teams. You're sick of watching the Sharks. You're sick of watching the Ducks. I want to see. I'm definitely sick of watching. I want to see. I want to see Carolina because we see them on TV. You know, so like, I want to see the Carolinas. I want to see the Boston's. I want to see the Rangers. Yeah. Um, if you're a snowbird, um, you can get a package where you see some games in the fall and some games in the spring. Um, I don't know what flying is. Oh, wish I knew what that one was. Spell it. Uh, flying. F L Y I N. Fly in. Is there a hyphen in there? No. Mm. Flying. I don't know what that is. The rivalry one. I'm assuming that's all of the rivals. So you're Chicago. Ooh, maybe Blackhawks flying is like mascots that fly. So you maybe. get to see the ducks. Yeah. You get that's to see the the hawks. The hawks. You get <laughs> no, because that's not a bird. It really isn't. But let's pretend it is. Okay. Okay. And then there's a package. The weekday package. Hey, I got. I play all. My kid plays youth hockey, and we play a, a tournaments. <laughs> then there's a weekend one. I think it's kind of cool. They have a different package for everybody's needs. All right, I'm going to throw three numbers at you. All right, let's hear it. 103, 12, 10, 11. No idea. Those were my season wild tickets when I was a young man. Section really? 103, 103, row 12, seats 10 and 11. Wow, three. Yep, wow. it was uh, basically the red line, twelve rows up. Wow, yeah. that's really good. We got to we split them with my uncle, and we got yeah. Deal that's on between them. the blue line and the red line because they're supposed to. Is be... Is that behind the penalty box? I see. Yes. Yes. So we got them before the wild even touched the ice. We got them when they were still building the. Uh, and the you were arena. probably a kid. I was a small child, seven. And no, you weren't. You were born in what year? Ninety-one. Yeah, they didn't get here until. 2000 or 2001 it was 2000 it was the 2000 2001 season so right. i was like eight but we got to go into the x when it was being built and see it and whatever and they were supposed and to you be, could pick your seats too there, kind no, of thing? there was supposed to be a camera in that seating area so they discounted the tickets enough to where oh. my dad and my uncle thought all right if we split these that would be great so we had tickets until oh four oh five maybe so a few years you got to experience it oh yeah i was the really bad for... jerseys the bad jersey years I love those jerseys. I had three of them. I had two whites and a green, signed by Jim Dowd, Marion Gabrick, Wes Walls. There you go. uh, And Steve McKenna. If you want to go all the way back to the expansion roster. Well, uh, if you want to check out one of these 11-game packs, uh, look them up uh, at minnesotawild.com. You'll find them. Thank you for Minnesota Wild for supporting our programming. You need to stay up out the streets if you can't take the heat.
I know I've said this a million times, but we got a lot to cover in a short time to get there. Oh, I thought you were going to tell me to get off my phone, and I was like, no, no. I'm working sources right now. No, 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 yeah. I'm sure my sources. phone, after the recent tweet I just put up, I'm sure my phone's going to blow up. So, What did you just put out? Uh, that there's a Section 6AA transfer from one school to another, boys' high school, which I think will make high school hockey even more interesting this year. We'll get to high school Ooh. hockey later on in our boys' high school commits and our girls' high school commits part of the show. But before we do that, let's talk a little summer hockey. Yeah. Uh, the AAA state tournament uh, took place in early August, and we tag-teamed that one. Todd was... Um, covering Bantam Elite League, so we kind of did a. I thought we did a nice job that weekend with those twenty or so teams that played in Triple A yeah, State. It was twenty teams. It's yeah. not bad. No, uh, next year it'll be much bigger. We'll have the Youth Elite League filling out the 32, 32 teams in the Triple A State Tournament, which should be exciting. Eight organizations. We've all been kind of prepping for that. Kayla's made some nice videos. Congratulations to you, Kayla. People have really liked them. Um, and we've done a nice job promoting the league, and they're really excited about it. So excited. We have so many organizations that want to join it. We have twice as many organizations who want to join it that we have room for. So eight teams next year, uh, three from the north. Um, let's see if I can get this. Thieves, True North Warriors, and Northern Wings, and the Metro teams are SDP, Hometown Hockey, Minnesota Hockey Club, Lakers, and Blue Army. How's that? I nailed it. Whew. Got it. I'm, I'm excited for that league. I'm very excited for that league. Um, our MVPs from the AAA state tournament, the McCoy O'Leary. There's a bunch of O'Learys. I think McCoy's a twin, and they have another brother as well who's younger. He's the kid who fell in the skate-ups. Remember the kid who fell? It's like they've got their own youth hockey yes. Tammany Hall here. They do. They do. Um, and then at the 12s, we have the SDP, which made up many of the same kids who were – on the Great Plains team, we will run it up in the show. Keaton yep. Vistum was the MVP. He's a he's an animal. He is an animal. I can't wait That's to see him at kid. the pumpkin. He'll be at the pumpkin playing for STMA. Um, I can't wait to see him play. And then the 11s was a Black Bear champion. I love when the Black Bears win. This was a lot of northern Minnesota kids. So you're Tate Bergeson, True yeah. Sando, uh, Blake skaters. Walkers. 11 skaters was coached by... Uh, Rod Schwarzy, um, and his kid Dalton was on the team. They put together a nice little team. And then their goalie was the 2012 goalie from the Noah Great Plains. Alamdar. And he was a 2012. He played up to 11s, and he was mm-hmm. the MVP. Speaking of goalies, Nolan Johnson, who did quite well in our Now Prospects Combine last summer, he was the MVP of the 2010 Lakers win. I believe they beat SDP they did in that game. Seven to nothing, a four-goal second period for the Lakers. Nolan Johnson also had a very nice Bantam Elite League minor season. Yes, good player. Again, another one of those kids we'll see uh, this fall in or, or, or this winter. All right, well, that wraps up some of the summer hockey. Now we get into the early fall youth hockey. We had the Pee Wee Challenge which I was at, and you were gone. Where were you? I was in Montana. Montana. Um, and what were you doing in Montana? Wedding? Uh, yeah. Like a one-day thing. I landed at 11.59 p.m. on f- Thursday night. No. Yes. Yeah, Thursday night. The wedding was on Friday, and I flew back Saturday afternoon. Yeah, and you didn't even come see us. No, I texted both you and Todd, and I said, hey, I can show up if you guys want me to. And what did we say? Uh, you said no. Go away. We're well, good. I, I looked at the schedule, and I thought there are three games on Sunday. That was it. That No, that's not worth going and to. And we had Brennan, and we just knocked it out. Uh, Todd, Brennan, fine. and I kind of knocked that thing out. I, looked, I walked around and looked at mountains, and you guys uh, – Watched Red Lake Falls and Wyndham. <laughs> I love the jerseys. Which of the jerseys, by looking on the web and stuff, did you like the most? Probably Red Lake Falls. Um, I loved Apple Valley because it said Valley on it, um, but the Browns didn't match. The, the 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 jerseys and the socks didn't match up as well as we would have liked. Brown's a tough color. It, that was my point. I'm like, I was talking to Isaac from Gemini. I'm like, we're idiots here, not the manufacturers, because there's a manufacturer for the sock and there's a manufacturer, obviously, for the jersey. Mm-hmm. And to get it exactly right would have been tricky. But in concept, that was the best-looking jersey. I love the valley with the 
Apple Valley logo. Yeah, on I it. like the Red Lake Falls. Uh, I liked them all actually because I was part of the design, but I liked them all. But Valley was the one I was most excited about. Here are the MVPs. Uh, Owen Kraft. Uh, this is a player we're going to have to keep an eye on all year long from Moorhead. He was the runaway MVP. He wore a Wyndham jersey. And then Josie Nelson had a hat trick in the second half of the championship game, and she got the MVP. And I had a tweet, I think, the next day, probably on Monday or Tuesday, but it was a tweet of Josie and her sister Lolo were all was also an MVP of the major Pee Wee Challenge, which uh. I thought that was kind of cool. Sister act. And then the, the minor boys MVP was Braden Dean, uh, co-MVP with Blake Nelson. Both of those kids were stars in the show as well. Blake's team won the uh, Pee Wee Challenge. Or, yeah, they won the Pee Wee Challenge, and he was a star in that game. Wow. I was just over at the Dean house a couple of days ago. Were you really? I was. What did you do there? I picked up a hockey stick. Oh, oh, picked up? I picked up a hockey Why? stick. Why? Was it a, a hand-me-down from from uh, Cameron or something? No, but I should start doing that. That's, That's a great fantastic. idea. I'm going to write that down. I'm going to start taking <laughs> sticks from high school. All these kids players. have outgrown. Like Cameron Dean probably has about three sticks he's outgrown. Right, he's got more than that. Dude. Yeah, and you could use. They it have cause... a broken window in their garage. Yeah. Oh I'm my gosh! Sh- I permanently out of that broken. brood. Yeah. I'm assuming it was one of the boys who broke. Oh, it could have been Rich too. I mean, maybe Rich broke it. I did get word though that their daughter, the youngest, is not playing hockey. Yeah. So there you go. You no, know, mom and dad might have said, "Oh," uh, and then bad. nudge each other and thought, "She's wow, in gymnastics. We're going to save I'm, so much money." This no, year. she's in gymnastics. They're going to go oh, broke. Is that worse? That's worse. Is it worse? Way worse. Yeah. What do you got to pay worse. for in gymnastics? When my daughters, they didn't do competitive gymnastics. When they did gymnastics at a legit gymnastics studio, it was as much as Jake's, or much more than Jake's. So one year of uncompetitive gymnastics. Where they just went three days a week, yeah, was more expensive than Jake's hockey bill. That's ridiculous. And there's no ice, That's just a ridiculous. gym. Yeah, it's, it's and a, a sawhorse. No, not a sawhorse. <laughs> and some rings. Is it called a sawhorse? And what's the little thing you jump off of? That was pretty cool. Research department is it called? Oh, here we go. What's sawhorse it vault. Yeah, the vault. Sawhorse. Sawhorse isn't that the horse? That's a pommel horse, not the sawhorse. A sawhorse is when you do this, and pommel horse would be a little pommel horse is men. Which is weird. That's where you swing around yeah. like, from your... Is, why couldn't a woman okay. do that? Uh, I don't know. They have uh, different events. They don't, I know. Women don't do the rings. rings. Uh, they could do the rings. They'd be probably better I at rings. I think they just have different events. I Simone Biles can do whatever pretty, she wants. I don't think they're saying, oh, well, men don't do the freaking bars. They or shouldn't the- do the bars. <laughs> If you know what I mean, that's the only event which is a male female. I don't pretty easily. know what I mean. What you mean? What? The bars? What are you the uneven bars? Yeah, why could a man not do that? Hello. Uh, hello. This book this moment. Uh, do I need to explain <laughs> to you why we don't do the bars? Yes. Okay, I'm not going to do that. You can explain to me later. I'm not going to do the show. <laughs> Are you? Ah, they don't ow, do that. Ow. Oh, ah, yeah. They don't mm. really do that. Yeah. Mm. Okay. I'm not doing the bars. <laughs> I'll, I'll do the single bar, but yeah. not the. Oh, they do do the single, do the single bar. bar. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's, the only thing that's that, what I was thinking. That's the of. only a gymnastics event I can think of is the uneven bars, where it's like, okay, but why couldn't a woman do the pommel horse? That's kind of cool. I mean, they can. She's drawing a pumpkin right now. She's not paying. Attention I to do men do the the <laughs> vault one where they. Jump off the horse and do the flipping, or is it I just? Think they do. I don't know. This is turning the youth gymnastics, gymnastics hub. hub. All right, moving on. Yes. All right. Uh, you got. You were at the fall classic, and I, I was, was in North Carolina watching the Gopher football team get beat by twenty points. Yeah, at least I had a legitimate reason for not being at the Pee Wee Challenge. What do you mean? Spending you, time. You went with out my there to watch Drake May absolutely carve up the Golden Gophers. And you got, to, which was a thing of beauty. You got to see mountains. Well, and I got to see North Carolina's campus. I got to see Duke's campus, and I got to see North Carolina State's campus. I'm going to give you this little trivia. Okay, you've probably heard of Tobacco Road. You've heard of the uh, Research Triangle. Uh, those two terms, you heard those before? I've heard of Tobacco Road, Research, no, research triangle. triangle. I'm assuming it's UNC, Duke, and Wake Forest. 
No, uh, NC State, UNC, and Duke. They don't do any research at NC State. They do. It's a beautiful campus. That's for the farmers. So here we get there, and so we're done with the game, and Sunday, like, what do you want to do? I'm like, I want to go see Duke, and I want to go see North NC State. Okay. So they drove us. It would be the equivalent. NC State would be the equivalent of University of Minnesota, like size and the biggest school of them all. Interesting. And Duke would be like the equivalent of like uh, Andover. It's like 25, 35 minutes away. Okay. And then to drive from Andover to Maple Grove would be where North Carolina is. It's that close. Mm. We got in the car, drove, and I was like, wow, we're here already? That's cool. So, yeah, Tobacco Road in Raleigh, Durham, North Carolina is a really cool place to visit and see the schools. I got to see Cameron Indoor Arena and okay. Duke University, North Carolina, University of North Carolina. It was cool. It was fun. But It was a fun trip because I had some friends and had a lot of laughs. Just the football game wasn't what it should have been. What were we hoping for? Yeah. All right. Let's move on to your tr- other trip. Well, we're still in, here in the oh, fall, fall classic. classic. Sorry, we'll we do fall classic about? youth, and then we'll go to fall classic. I just let USHL. you go on a diatribe about tobacco road and, and gymnastics. The, the former employer of Mike Mike Kruzajewski, the basketball coach. So, I want to talk Let's a hear about bit the fall about classic. Fall classic. Uh, pretty sure Ariana Swardini set a scoring record, uh, two scoring records. She had seven goals in the Jets' first game. Well, that's a record. Eighteen for the tournament. Eighteen goals. Eighteen goals Holy for the tournament. Smokes. Uh, and her team actually got put into running time in the championship. In the second half, the Bengals over the Jets, seven to two. In the championship, and yeah. I, I came running down after doing the broadcast, and I said, "Swardini's the MVP." And I looked at Brad, and I was like, "I don't have a choice." You don't. She scored eighteen goals you in had four games. Like, yeah, I can't not give it to Ariana Swardini. She was the MVP of our girls' minor division, boys' minor MVP, Nick Schlegel. I love tournaments where the MVP is somebody that I don't know. I don't know that I name. love it. Nick Schlegel Tell was me about our him. MVP. Uh, he had two goals in the championship game, and he played just really solid for what, Miami. What, what Dolphins. Miami? Dolphins over Remember the Remember who coached the Miami team? Uh, uh, Don Shula. Really? That's good. Yeah, That's great. He, he came out of retirement. Yeah. Did, oh, did Miami he, go undefeated? I thought he was dead. Um I don't. <laughs> they had the und- the only undefeated season. Get it? The oh, Dolphins in seventy two, no, no, seventeen and no. zero. That was way before my time. All right. Panthers over the Jets in the girls' major division. MVP of that one, Vivian Vogel. Uh, tough, I've tough heard of her. choice. Uh, choosing between Adriana Stevens, Vivian Vogel. Were they on the same team? Yes, and they had a line mate. Her name is escaping me right now. I feel really bad about that. Uh, Addie Jensen. Jensen. Yep. Yeah. So Jensen Vogel and Stevens were all in the same line, and they all finished uh, kind of close in points. And I remember on the broadcast, I said one of these players is going to get left off the initial all tournament team, just yeah, numbers you wise. Have three forwards, yeah, just numbers wise. But the one who is left off the initial all tournament team will make the official all tournament team. Yes. So who was it? Was it Stevens? It was, it was Addie Jensen. She got left off the day the day of. She got left off the day of. Stevens and Vogel were on the day of. I'm pretty sure I drew names out of a hat. I had the opportunity to coach to Vivian and Addie this summer uh, yep. in um, Anaheim, and they were both all-tournament team there as well. Uh, I think. I think Vivian had like 15 goals in five games. That's not a crazy. Surprise. Absolutely crazy. A She's surprise. a talented player, um, and she'll be back for Team Minnesota again, and so will Addie. That 2013, uh, all the teams next year for Team Minnesota will be loaded. I'm excited to see the progress of our organization. Start building the trophy case right yes, now. Yes, yes. Uh, boys Major Division, Panthers over the Jets, 3-2 to two in overtime. Who was the MVP of that Cal one? Casey. Oh, that's right. MVP of that one. So, you know, I'm in North Carolina, keep an eye on this, and then I see that Cal Casey got his uh, – that was probably the only – Really, FOMO I had from that tournament was seeing Cal Casey be MVP because yep. he's such a fun kid. Oh, my God, I love that kid. Yeah, he had the overtime game winner in that one. Uh, if you want to be MVP in a championship game, it's probably helpful to score in overtime to win. That helps. Said championship game. Well, but- with his brother Carter getting all of the uh, the glory being the Bantam MVP, you know, he was, I think he was our goalie, best goalie in the combine, Bantam yep. elite MVP, YHH goalie of the year. He's seen his fair share of, you know, glory. And you didn't, you didn't get to see him at the Bantam AA State Tournament, did you? I saw him. No. I was um, there for that first game. You against, saw that game, but I saw him in the semis. 
I saw him in the semis. Yeah. You were I was there on Saturday. Um, but it's fun. I got to meet Cal at the Stars of Tomorrow. Uh, fun kid. And when when Carter won, I made sure when I talked to the Casey parents, I go, "You need to get Carter out of school." I mean, uh, uh, what what's Cal? I need to get Cal out of school. He needs to come down and see my our our podcast studio because he would love it. <laughs> and I got my picture taken with them and the whole deal. So I love Cal and excited he got to be MVP of that tournament. Yeah, fun family. What's next, boss? I think we're moving on to juniors. All right. Uh, the USHL you Fall got to Classic. go to how many years in a row is this for this you? This is my third. So you went in 21, 22, and 23. Obviously, they probably didn't have it in 20. Yep. So you've been there three years in a row. Is anything different over these three years, or, does, or is it cut and paste? Like, Same like thing? Per, like personally or? Not personally, but like uh, the, the, the event, hockey-wise, is it just still? Hockey-wise, I think it's fairly cut and paste which is, is it, fine is it doesn't it, it, need it, a wrinkle it really no, doesn't but is it uh better was the hockey better this time or is it all about the same for each three years um the hockey it, the hockey was all about the same for the three years um at the youth level i thought it was really really good there are a couple of teams that don't make it out there right um chicago mission is the biggest one that sticks out to me shattuck right shattuck isn't there either right so shattuck and mission are pretty much never there. So it's, I mean, Mount St. Charles is a favorite in every Are the Gulls there? Long Island Gulls? That seems to be the hot new team as well. I don't think the Long Island Gulls are there. All right. And there's Minnesota teams too, right? There were a couple. They're never as good as you want them to be because they send two teams, which is great because it means more kids get to go out there and get to play, but it also, you know, waters down the the team. Um, I didn't get to watch any of the Minnesota teams except for a random Blades U16 game. And they were out they there, too. They played Dallas. Oh, cool. And they had a game right before my flight. So I ran over there for a game. The mistake that I've made in the past is trying to get to the youth games more than the USHL games, which right. is impossible because they play at four different arenas that are 40 minutes apart. Correct. And you drive yourself nuts trying to get to these different games. Whereas <sighs> if you go to the UPMC, you stay there, you yep. get everybody you could possibly meet. Yeah, I, I liked it. I saw your pictures. We've already yep. used some of your pictures in our editorial stuff. You know, yeah. Kids who committed and stuff like that. I should Exciting. say thank you to everybody who helped out and responded to interview requests and whatnot. How many total interviews did you and Kayla publish? Three? Five. Five? No, we didn't get to five. Buzz- we How got do you pronounce four. Bezgins? Bezgins? Buskins? Buskins. 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 The, the, the G is silent. It's a K, right? Yes. Buskins. And I... So you had Buskins. You had uh, Bryn Chizik. Yep. Scotty Bell. Yep. Okay. Uh, who are the other two? Uh, Ryan Hardy did a regular Ryan interview. Hardy has been interviewed on YHH? Ryan Ward. Oh, Ryan Ward. We from... have interviewed Ryan Hardy, though. Okay, Ryan Ward. Ryan Ward, the Youngstown head coach. Okay, yes, I remember that one. And yep. then who was um, the fifth? There was supposed to be one. And oh, and you he, got stood up. I got stood up for that oh, one. Oh, you did Lindbergh. Yeah, Garrett Lindbergh. Garrett Lindbergh. No, Gavin, Gavin, Gavin Lindbergh. Lindbergh. Sorry. I've interviewed him, too. Yep. That and one, I've coached uh, him. He was ready for that one. I also got to say hello to Matt Smaby, which was probably the really? highlight of my trip. And I reminded him that he was my camp counselor. <laughs> 20, 20 years ago, <laughs> and he wrote me a very nice uh, little report card afterwards, and he gave me so much confidence going into my next year of youth hockey. Ah, uh, what a guy. <laughs> and he was nice enough to nod along and smile at me, and I was kind of like, you have no idea what I'm talking about right no, now, do you? he has no idea. Um, the overall takeaway I would take from the hockey side of the USHL Fall Classic, and this is going to be so disappointing to so many people, nobody knows anything. And that was the vibe I got, and that was the answer I got from everyone I talked to, GMs, assistant GMs, player personnel, scouts, coaches, players. The fall classic is so early in the season. Nobody knows what these teams are going to look like in a week, right? two weeks. Until the Minnesota high school season starts, they have no idea what their lineups are going to look like. And the NHL scouts don't know anything about these players either. Mm Mm-mm. So that's kind of their first. They're all there's a lot of unknown. It is certainly a getting your feet wet type of weekend, which is why I'm very leery of outlets that start publishing things like Yes. Who is the best at the fall classic? <laughs> like Okay. It's got nothing to do with the rest of the season. Well, and part of it's like you and I talked off air about some players, whether they were good or 
needed help or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, yeah but the, in, in two months, they could actually have, you know, figured out how to play in the USHL. Yeah, and I'd, I'll use uh, Jaden Vini as an example. Jaden's yes. making a big jump from John Marshall to the USHL, yes. and I got to watch him play a couple of times. And he looks the part, man. He looks great, but like a lot of younger players, it's it's more mental faster. than physical. Yeah, this is a faster game. You yeah. gotta go like this. You don't get to catch the puck, look up, survey the scene, and then get rid of it. You need to know exactly where you're going with the puck. And Jaden and a lot of these first time guys in the junior league, they gotta catch up. I yeah. mean, it's, that's not a knock on any player. You, it's a no. faster game. I mean, it's come on. just and it's bigger too. So much bigger. It's rougher. There's more after the whistle than in high school hockey for sure. And it's um Buskins had the same deal. He's playing was he top he Green four Bay? when I was out there? Yeah, yeah. They love him. But he was another one who the puck drops and it's like, oh boy, this is a little bit faster than what I'm high to. school. So it'll be cool to see how those guys grow into their roles. And they're already starting to grow into them. I, I published the USHL scoring leaders. There's a lot of Minnesota kids. Cody Kroll was number one. Captain of the Muskegon Lumber. Cody Kroll is number one in Minnesota out of the Minnesota Borns. Yep. Um, all right. Any final thoughts on the fall classic before we move on to some college stuff? Uh, it's a great event. If you have the chance to go, I would highly recommend it. Um, Do I have to go sometime and, and replace you? I, I don't think you should replace me because I think I would. You I really get, like it. No, because I think I would get a lot more done than you would. Oh, there's a shot. I'm able to walk into a rink and find a dark corner and set up my computer and my laptop and get photos and do all that stuff. There would be too many people that you know there. Yes. (laughs) Yes. I would be lost. And and there's nowhere to hide either. It doesn't strike me as a kind of rink where you could hide. I'm looking, where would I hide? There's no back back door to get in. You have to go in through the front door because you have to show your media pass. Yeah, I would not. And then there's two entrances to the rink. I would get nothing done. That's what I'm saying. I would get nothing done. I'm saying, like, I can sneak in and get my stuff done. And even I run into, you know, 15, 20. There's still still certain venues where I can go cover and get a lot done. Like the final Frozen Four in Boston. Oh, man, I had my own room. None of the media people there knew me. I just worked, grind, work, grind, tweet. I was extremely efficient at the Frozen Four because there was no distractions. The only distraction was the lobby and like, okay, head down, head down, head down. When I had to work my way through the lobby, just like at State High School Tournament, I'm like, all right, I got to avoid the lobby as much as I possibly can because I can't get stuff. And it doesn't mean I don't want to talk to people. I just But if we're going to get everything done that we need to get done, it's slowing down and talking there were some fruitful conversations i'll say i you've told me i can't (laughs) wait to hear more of them all right speaking of lobbies i was in the lobby uh last uh friday night for the uh st thomas minnesota game and if you'd have told me before the game let's say 2 30 you said yeah one of these games is going to overtime and one of these games is going to be an eight goal blowout i would have said uh men will get blown out and st thomas women will push the gophers into uncomfortable zone yep and it was just the opposite um what would you like to know about the game about the press conference about my thoughts peter Um, i watched some of the women's game and i don't know if i really i don't know if i'm going to get a different opinion from what i saw from you okay give me your opinion st thomas has brought in a wildly talented freshman class Yes. 100%. But it was, I think I used this in my recap. Not a, was it a rude awakening? No, it was growing pains. Because they played um, Franklin Pierce. They killed him. Before. And, you know, St. Thomas is 4 0 coming in. And now you see how the big girls play. I, there's, there's a jump here. I but that's what it. you get. It's a young team. St. Thomas is young. Can but, I say something that might be unpopular opinion? Yeah. I think those new hot teams, as much as I love them, I'm like, I'll probably be stricken down. I think that's kind of a Division three. If mm. if a mid-level WCHA team like St. Thomas can easily sweep you, yep. that's not Division one. Yeah. Am I, that's that's I, mean, I, I think at this very moment. Does it mean I'm not ex- still excited about new hot? I love new hot. It's giving girls opportunities to giving a chance, right? And they're still young, too. 
And frankly, yes. and not just young in terms of hockey. I mean, Franklin Pierce doesn't have the donor base that St. Thomas does. Oh, no. The infrastructure is younger. So for some of these teams, uh, Franklin Pierce, Long Post. Island. Post. Long Island did really well last year. Killed everybody in that league. They There's just lost some, this weekend. You're going to go through some growing pains. Yeah, they'll, they'll get there, though. They'll get there. There's plenty of good hockey players. Yeah, Frank, Franklin Pierce hung with St. Thomas in the game I saw until the oh, very good. end. Good. Okay, good. Um, so th- here's my thoughts on St. Thomas men. I was really impressed with their top nine. I mean, your your Luke Mannings, uh, Liam Malmquist, Matt Gleason, uh, Jake Bersini. They got some horses there. They're gonna they're gonna compete in the in the CCHA this year. I don't think they're gonna win the league, but it's gonna be no night off for if you got if you have St. Thomas, it's not gonna be an easy game. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the you saw the two worst teams in the CCHA play Bowling Green and Augustana, and Augustana swept them. How cool is that? That Augustana, yeah, gets shut out by Wisconsin the weekend before, and then they come home and play at Sioux Falls USHL rink Sanford Center. And they get two wins over Bowling Green. I mean, Garrett's got it rolling already, doesn't he? Yeah, we'll see. They're going to play Denver on Friday. They're going to play Denver and then Colorado College, Michigan Tech, Lindenwood, Omaha, Northern Michigan. They won't face a top five team, I don't think, the rest of the way. Right. Um, I mean, maybe Notre Dame, if Notre Dame sneaks into that top five, which I don't think they will. And I don't know when it happens, but uh, eventually – uh, I will, I've always said this eventually, uh, when the new building opens, we will be there. You and I will be in, in Augustana, Augustana a Sioux Falls area. Not a, not a big fan of South Dakota's estate. We will be there. Uh, and we'll do a podcast with Garrett. Garrett's already said, when are you co-? He said to me twice, when are you coming? I'm like, when the building opens. So when you're not playing Lindenwood. Well, no, I just want to, I want to talk to him about the year that took place, built, getting it built and everything it did to build a program. It'll be a fun podcast to do with him and catch up with him. He's such a great guy. It's fun to watch him grow because we knew him as an assistant at the U. Now we're seeing him kind of become a man. You know, there's, there's so much that I don't think people think about when building a program. Yeah, Who I know. schedules the buses. It's going to be gets fun. our hotel rooms. It's going to be the fun. Post game, fun to learn all that, and we're going to get to do the same. Oddly enough, with with Natalie, uh, ah. in the next two months, I'm, he's like, she's like, when are we doing a pod? I'm like, when you get a name and when you get some of the stuff in stone, it's going to be way better to talk. It's a way better story than talking about it now. If it, well, what's the name of your team? I don't know. Where are you going to play it? I don't know. You know, I mean, who's going to be on the team? I don't know. When we when some of those I don't knows become more in stone, then we'll get Natalie on for a pod as well. Well, they just released training camp rosters. Yep, I saw that. Uh, I saw the that. name thing you might be waiting on for a little while. There's some legality issues. Oh here yeah, with logos and colors and nicknames. I did learn this though, and maybe and this you probably, you watch more of the draft than I did. We didn't even talk about that here. Uh, that was that's not even our oh, agenda. Boy. But what I did, and maybe you could confirm this. Are we Minnesota going to be purple? Do we have purple jerseys? I have no idea. I thought it's, their primary color was released. Yeah, it's like it's purple. A, it's like a dark blue with a purplish. So more tint. of like a plum, a plumish. I don't think plum. I don't think it's. I think it's more blue than purple. Really? I think it's like Is it a, the one on the logo. It's like a deep navy. With okay. purple hints. Okay. Deep, All right. All a right. Deep navy with purple. Hints. That's the scientific. <sighs> A weird color. color. Well, well, okay. right. I, I can't. Ex- I can't really visualize what that looks like. But I've seen the. Is it the same that's on the logo for the? For yeah, the it's PWHL? on their all of the, the Twitter? PWHL Twitter have different colors. Their colors awesome. to their main primary. So color. I did know that. Yeah. Did, okay. All right. But they didn't announce this during the draft, which you watched, Peter. I did. And they I didn't. Watched. They didn't say anything about team colors on that draft, did they? No, but that, I actually that you're aware of. I have a recording with the Mark Walter. Who mentioned the legal issues? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Th- that's well documented. I mean, yeah. imagine trying to get something copyrighted in three months. If you know anything that's about copyright, that's not easy I, to do. So, I'll say this: the production of the draft was ten out of 10. out freaking ten out of ten. Standing. For one thing, I was able to watch it on YouTube. It was not paywalled behind anything. It Amen. Was, I didn't need a separate streaming service for it. Amen. It was Amen. on YouTube. I could literally fire it up. On YouTube, preach is, on. I, I agree with it that. It was fantastic, and and I've had and you and I've probably talked about this. We aren't going to make a lot of f- fans with this statement, but I'm not a big Leah Hextall fan, 
right? Okay. I don't think she's a good play-by-play broadcaster. And it's, and it's not because I do play-by-play. It's because I've watched play-by-play sports my whole life, and I think she's one of the worst yeah. I've ever heard of, right? Now, what that feels like is it feels sexist, right? Like, oh, yeah, you don't like her because she's a woman. I'm like, no, I just don't like the way she delivers a game. Um, I don't like her voice. I don't like anything about her. However, I say that in one breath because the women who did the U18 Worlds in Madison on TSN were better. AJ Maleska. Unbelievable. AJ Maleska. They were so good. good. I was like, can I have them do every game? male and female because i yep. liked how they delivered the game it was so they explained the game they 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 did a great job they did the research you could tell they were well put together you know um, outside of that outside of your comment about leah hextall i think that play-by-play across the board is down uh, watching the espn plus streams of nhl games is it and i don't know why that is and i'm not saying i'm good at play-by-play no. but i know what good play-by-play sounds like correct and we're losing some longtime play-by-play guys you know rick jenneret passed yeah. away uh the voice of the sabers i think is the voice of the flames is retiring now uh doc emmerich's been done for a yeah. couple of years well now. that's the gold standard right it's he's the gold standard yeah but opinion. i don't know how many play-by-play hopefuls coming up through the rank rank ranks excuse me now would do what Doc Emmerich did and take a tape recorder to a minor league game and practice, practice. every night at yeah. getting better and getting faster and getting. My first year doing play-by-play, I practiced. I would turn the sound down on games. You should practice. Yeah, I, I did. Oh, my God. Play-by-play is hard. It's a lot of work. Play-by-play it's a lot of work to be good hard. at it. Hard. I did get a compliment today, Peter, uh, yeah. from a guy who's trying to hire us to do some games, and he, his exact words, um, are we going to get uh, you and Peter to do the games, or are we going to get uh, one of your other people who knows nothing about the players? I'm like, well, what <laughs> do you mean? He goes, well, when you and Peter do a game, it's there's, there's some – integrity to the broadcast because you know the players you know their backstory you know everything about them you can pronounce their names you have a way more in-depth uh delivery than just your average guy that we hire off the street Mm. i was like well thank you very much i think we do a nice job broadcasting these games and we know the kids so and and we know their parents and we know the coaches and we know all that stuff but part of it's we've been there all weekend right well, so by the mo- time we get to the championship game, I'm like, all right, I've consumed a lot about all these players already. Yeah. Um, and some of it's just like you and I, we do research before the game. We do the leading scorers and see their past games. Oh, yeah. That's just kind of part of how you broadcast a game, I think. so. Well, if you, there are so many um, YouTube videos where broadcasters take you behind the scenes. Yeah. And if you look at a seasoned broadcaster's board, and every note, every stat, every name, every, every, every. Speaking of pronunciations, can I ask you a question? Yeah. How do you pronounce um, from Grand Rapids, Hunter, Jake, Lucky? How do you pronounce it? Bischoff. Okay. How else would you pronounce it? I'm pretty it? sure that the broadcast of the Augustana game, no. it was like Bischoff or something. Bischoff. No, no, no. That was Vashon as the, his line mate. Okay. V-A- I thought the same Ooh, thing, Because I thought he was calling I, him Bischoff. I, I, I looked like, it up. Yeah, nope, it's, it's Vashon. Not. They have a V-A-C-H-O-N, Vashon, on the team. It's not Calvin, because Calvin's a goalie. Ooh. It's another Vashon, whatever. Yeah, it's, it was a forward. Okay, pronunciations is something you should get, even as the most. All right, uh, be- let's wrap up college. We talked about... We talked about men's, a little bit women's, men's, talked about them. Let's talk about the big series this weekend, Minnesota, North Dakota. Um, I'll be in Arizona, and the, probably the second thing I do after saying, thank God my plan landed, is where can I find the game to watch UND and Minnesota? Because it's such a fun series to watch those two schools play. You have a lot of history as a UND fan. What are your thoughts on this weekend? I'm a huge UND fan, by the way, fighting Sue. Yes. Um, I don't have a ton of thoughts on this. North Dakota is always kind of a mixed bag until the middle of this season. Right. North Dakota is always the team that goes 25 and 15 and then runs the table in the spring because they're seasoned and what have you. Right. Minnesota, you still got Jimmy Snuggerud, who's quickly, 
They did a redraft of the 2022 draft on the athletic, and he his shot would go up. way. His would up go way up the way he, he shoots the puck. He would have been redrafted in like the top ten or something. Could you see? Let's rip on Jimmy a little bit. Could you see oh, Jimmy Snuggerud on, on the St. Louis Blues shooting? Because he's basically. Did you see that quote I quoted of uh, Bob Mosco? He's on a. He's got the green light on three and zero. You know, yeah. use the baseball reference, which I thought was just a really great quote you can from shoot Bob. Whenever he wants, he just shoots whenever the heck he wants. Could you imagine if he gets the puck and just starts firing it in the NHL? How some analytics guy or some assistant coach or some you know scout, you know advanced scout, is going to say, "Snugger, you can't do that." You know, could you see that happening? Well, yeah, because he I could can't. see it happening. He's going to shoot. He's going to always shoot from anywhere. He's always is, been that which way, which is fine. Well, it's, so you agree? Fine. So you agree that he shouldn't shoot from everywhere? I think he shouldn't change who he is as a player because it's gotten him this far. But right. I would not be surprised. Were you obviously you're going to see it with Connor Bedard too, who's always been a shoot first player. Yes, watching the Blackhawks a couple of times. I mean, he is shooting every time he's got the puck. And I don't think Jimmy Snuggerud has Connor Bedard's shot. So no, it would not surprise me if a I coach, think it's close. If a coach said, "Jimmy, you got to pick your spots better." I think it's close. I but think that's Jimmy's the difference between college hockey and pro hockey, though. It's going to be interesting to see that one. Um, uh, I don't think the Gophers win a game this weekend up in Grand Forks. They're, you don't think so? Well, I think Kester's out. I think uh, Mason they're missing Nevers a ton is out. Of guys, aren't they? And I think I'm hearing um, through the grapevine, the rumor mill that. Chesley might be out. So with their two, their their two top D missing, I think the Gophers are going to get run off the ice this weekend. And to my knowledge, I don't think North Dakota has any notable injuries. And they haven't. I they've just steamrolled everybody. Yeah, so. According to Kyle McLaughlin, yeah, uh, the team will potentially be without Mike Kester, Mason Devers, Ryan Chesley, and Nathan Airy. <laughs> oh, their goalie's already hurt, huh? Uh, yep. Wow. Yeah, that's they're going to be hurting. They're going to be hurting. Is that in our weekly preview? Of that is weekend? in bullet points. Love it. Men's bullet Love points. it. Love that. Love having content for college hockey. Uh, it's our big month. October is our big college hockey month. Uh, obviously, Elite League is kind of, we'll get to that in a minute. But uh, for us, covering college, getting all those pictures, our summit scores has been a big hit from a, a reader's perspective. And uh, here's a few that kind of jumped off the page at me uh, last weekend. Here's one for you from last weekend. On Friday, I think we set a record. We had 32 Minnesota men score on Friday. Um, and here's a couple, and three of them had game winners. Uh, Cruz, Lucius, Road. And Snuggerud all scored in overtime on Friday night. Ben Steves seems to be the hot one. You wrote about him, didn't you? He is. Oh, I mentioned him. I, yeah. He is the highest scoring Minnesota product because he's not from Minnesota. He's not a Minnesota native. I like the word product for but him. He is a the highest scoring Minnesota product among Division One men. You know who's at the top of the leaderboard right now for scoring? For Division One men's? Yeah. Oof. No idea. It's Rutger McGrory. Stop it. He's got nine points in four games. Not surprised. Not surprised. Um, speaking of Michigan, Garrett Shifsky has had a good start for the Wolverines, uh, the Andover product. When did he end up at Michigan? Uh, he was like kind of a Colgate guy, I think, at, at first. And then he decommitted and became Michigan, obviously, last year, and then became uh, a Wolverine this fall. So well, we'll see what elite prospects has to tell us. Here's a guy. Uh, here's a few guys that had multiple point games who, you know, every one of them, uh, Jackson Blake had a multiple point, multiple goal game, Brody lamb, uh, Cruz. We already talked about, um, a lot of guys getting multiple points. Lucas Wallen had a pair of goals, uh, in that, in that gopher game. It's fun to see all these kids doing well. Um, here's a, a blast from the past. Carter Batchelder scored for Lake superior state, Brett Chorsky scored for Colgate. Uh, fun to see all these names. Was he always at Colgate? Uh, no, he was Colorado College, so he transferred. Oh, they both transferred. No, because Batch didn't make it to Colorado College. He never right? made it. He switched to Lake Superior. Yep, yep. And then on the uh, women's side, I love looking at the Cornells. You get the Lily DeLandis uh, <laughs> and, and uh, Izzy Daniel. Seems like every week one of those two scores. And then uh, Jane Keel and Annie Keel uh, scored passing to one another. 
Okay. I, I love when you get that. We had the same in the in the women's gopher game. We had Audrey and Madeline Weathington pass and score with one another. I love that little combination. So we're throwing out a lot of different schools here, a lot of different uh, backgrounds. It's fun to see how well these kids are doing uh, on, at the college level. Oh, yeah. Uh, but they they cut their teeth playing boys and girls high school hockey. You want to start with boys or you want to start with girls? Oh, man. I think we got more to go on with. Actually, I don't know what we have more to go on with. Well, you have, do you have your list of commits? I do. Uh, I have wanna, a list of commits. You want to list, list off? I don't have much for the boys. Uh, I've been keeping track of the boys' elite league, but not going to boys' high school elite league. Uh, but we've seen a lot of those kids who are playing in the elite league who are now committing. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to give me that boys' list of commitments recently? Yep, this is everybody in October, to the best of my knowledge. I'm sure there's at least one or two players in there that I'm going to miss here. Uh, Noah Ernest committed to St. Cloud State, Mason Kraft and Jack Kernan to Minnesota State, along with Will Distad. Uh, Ryder Betzold committed to Arizona State, Love Drew Roloffs to St. Thomas, and Paul Anderson to Maine. Love that. There's that Long Island Gulls influence right there. Yeah, he's playing there right now, but I heard he's coming back to Benilde. To confirm that. He's coming back. That's weird. Yeah. So, um, well, we'll see on that one. Ooh, is that a trend? You think it's a trend? Do you think players will start doing more before and afters? Before and after with tier one? Yeah, if they'll let them, sure. Interesting. I'm sure, yeah. Uh, It's one way to extend your season. Yes. Uh, On the girls' side, Abby Bros and Addison Andre have verbaled to Franklin Pierce. Ellie Newpower to St. Michael's College. Nora Hannon and Tegan Kulenkamp to St. Thomas. Ruby Rauch to Quinnipiac. Ellie Zakrychek to Minnesota Duluth. And Josie Skoogman to Cornell. Those are good, good list, Peter. Good work. You oh, dug thanks. all those up. Nice yeah. work. I scrolled through our Twitter. Feed um, speaking for... of girls' high school hockey, uh, the long-awaited uh, Johnny Chrissy Pole has became fruition um, a couple Saturdays ago. What are your thoughts on that? <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Just a little grunt, a little grunt gr- grumble. And I, on one hand, I do f- feel a great deal of sympathy. I do too because they had a coach and two coaches. they don't have a coach. Have two coaches, uh, yeah, two coaches, and to my knowledge, they were caught off guard by the departure of Natalie Darwitz and Jake Bobrowski. So at this point of the game, who, where, how you don't have a ton of time to go through a full vetting process of a coach. So I guess it makes sense that they would both take over, but. Yeah, I, here's my question. They're both employees of Hill Murray High School. Who f- oh, full-time employees, right? If you're the athletic director and the girls' high school head hockey coach, who fires you? Good question. Does it have to be, like, the president of the school? Must have, Is it the nuns be. next door? Do the it nuns be. wander over from the monastery or and maybe say, he never gets get fired. Maybe he's there until he's... 68 years old. If he has any luck, he'll be there as long as Bill Lechner has been there. If he's there... Um, if he's there, let's see, let's take a bet. Do you think Johnny and Christy will be there longer than this year or this will just be kind of an interim and then they'll get a regular coach for next year? Depends on how the season goes. Really? Depends on how the this season goes. This is fun. This is fun. This is totally, Depends on un- the this is goes. off the script. I would. Love I to, think that they're going to hire another coach next year. I would love to get Johnny and Christy in here because I have so many questions. We could do it. I have so many questions. Wonder if they'd Johnny say has yes. to respond well, to my email first. Requ- an interview request. That would be fun. That would be really That fun. would be a lot of fun. We would have four headsets. Could we have enough cameras? Crazy. Crazy thought. Give, let's let's go Kayla, for it. Give Kayla the corporate card and, let's we'll, go uh, for and it. we'll find out. Get four of these? Um, Two more? I, the resumes, unimpeachable, for sure. Yeah, just, no question. It's a program that has never won fewer than 15 games in the last however many years, and they're on their fourth. They'll be good this year. Coaches. They'll be they're going to be really friggin' good. They're going to be really good next year. They're going to be really good I the year still after think that. If this but... is the year they don't go, it's because Stillwater has a, such a seasoned, you know, team. I think seasoned or not, I think Hill Murray's got. It's better than – Hill already. Has. Well, Hill Murray's also season two. I mean, Chloe Boreen is finally into oh, her like Lord. massive production yes. stage here. She's yes. no longer just the fly by night freshman. Yes. So she's very good. Very they good. got they got a good team too, man. 
All right. Uh, speaking of teams, our team will be putting on Friday Night Ice this year. We have two. I didn't say three, although I have three in mind. I have two games that are confirmed. Are you ready for these? Yeah. November 17th, we have a sold-out Orno Ice Arena, Morrison Ice Arena, and the Spartans, the preseason number one, will be hosting their rivals, Mound West Tonka. I'm sure you like the sound of that game. That's Class A, right? Class A girls high school hockey, yes. I don't know if they're the preseason number one. They are. I, I've already decided that they are the preseason number one. You can't take that from me. Yeah, we'll find out. You cannot take that from me. Yes, I can. Uh, okay. Uh, Orono Mawastaka, it's youth night at the rink. All the players from both sides of Orono Mawastaka Youth Association will be there. Uh, I'm excited for that one. That's November 17th. Uh, December 22nd, uh, we will travel. Our whole team uh, will travel to Thief River Falls, Minnesota. You've been there. Uh, I have as well, both for a section final. Yep. Uh, this will be East Grand Forks, preseason number one, taking on Warroad, probably preseason number two, or maybe three, probably two. One versus two preseason uh, in the Little Ralph. What do you think of that, the Friday before Christmas? I don't know if East Grand Forks is the preseason number one. Uh, they have the best talent. There's no question they do. St. Cloud Cathedral. Really? I don't think Cathedral's deep enough to beat either of those two teams. Probably not. I don't think they're. I think they're going to be good though. Dude, they're definitely top five. I haven't looked at. Any I'm glad you brought it up. Roster. I think they're top five for it's sure. It's not even Halloween. I know. It's they're definitely top five. Speaking of uh, our team, uh, we will also be doing our first ever Division One uh, hockey game on a broadcast. We are doing the. We were asked by Maple Grove Girls Hockey Association to broadcast their U.S. Hockey Hall of Fame game between the University of St. Thomas and Minnesota State. What do you think of that, Peter Odney? That we're doing a D1 game? Yeah. Yeah, haters. I think it's kind of cool. <laughs> I think it's really cool. I don't think it'll be our last Division One hockey game that makes our platform. As we grow uh, with our great team of videographers, photographers, our talent level every year gets better. Our delivery gets better. I'm excited that we'll have this opportunity and we can showcase our efforts to maybe do another division one men's or women's game in the future. What do you think of that? I'm all right with it. You're all right with that? Yeah, I'm all right with it. I think I'm all right with it too. I probably got to get a haircut. Should probably shave. You might not even be there. Why wouldn't I be there? Because it's the night before the Blue Ox starts. Are you firing me on air? No, it's the night before the Blue Ox starts. Someone's got to be in Moorhead getting ready for a 7.30 First game of Friday morning. Dude, I hate that Thursday night. Oh, it's brutal. I'm going to drive up at 10 p.m. Yeah, but you're not going to have to do any of the setup, though. Well, Hauling I normally do. thousand pound speakers. Oh the God, speakers in the that. rink, too. That's, that's always a fun one. But it's a great event, the Blue Ox. I'm excited for the season. We will do a special edition Big Pumpkin next week here. Yep. Uh, maybe Tuesday or Wednesday. Uh, should be a fun one. Hope. People enjoy this as they're driving off to wherever you drive or fly to uh, for MEA weekend. Peter Adney, I'm Tony Scott. Thank you for tuning in. You need to stay up out the streets if you can't take the heat. You need to stay up out the streets if you can't take the heat.